in the Chesapeake Bay area, there's a town called Diggs. In the town of Diggs, you can find yourself traveling along Haven Branch Road. At the end of Haven Branch Road, there's 50 acres of dense marshy pine forests. If you find yourself here in the old house woods, you may find yourself in the middle of 18th century piracy. Some nights, you could unwittingly get interrogated by revolutionary redcoats. One thing's for sure though, don't go in the Franny Nighthouse. No one knows what happens inside the house because everyone's too afraid to go inside the house. Dang. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, there's a good reason as well. How have you been, Will? Been good, Jared. I, uh, the, it's only 80 bazillion thousand degrees outside, so... Yeah, I know. Some dude in the 1600s figured out how to make the steam engine, and now I can't go outside for three months out of the year. Dude, this freaking sucks. I, I'm usually, like, okay with the heat but when it's 80 some degrees at 10 p.m yeah i that that's fine in some places but not here not here yeah that's it sucks walk outside and you want to die you can't breathe when you go outside <laughs> yeah it's you, so hot it's what i think it was like 92 degrees and 80 percent humidity yeah it's uh, it's been absolutely miserable I, I can hear our, our alabama friends shaking their heads at us now that's not hot we deal with that every day yeah i yeah. understand that and you're you're there we every day too, yeah so. for real but either way it sucked know. yeah i uh i mean i'm kind of a bigger guy i stand outside for five seconds too long and i'm already like pouring with sweat yeah it sucks terrible welcome everyone to to what's your theory it's gonna be a great episode um just want to start it out with that and uh gonna oh no i forgot what i was gonna say hey that's fine it happens to the best of us um, it sounded like a it looked like it was about to be something grand like, was know. it a big thing no i was just uh i figured we should uh maybe try and put, put at least an, a welcome to what's your theory at, at the yeah at the beginning i did kind of forget to i jumped right into no screw it, the freaking humidity yeah we, well, we both uh, like on oh my god um brain do i need to call someone <laughs> it's the heat i'm telling you but uh heat sickness i just think uh in a lot of our episodes we don't outside of the intro um like the very little the little story that we tell there's yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. that says what's your theory and uh welcome to another episode of what's your theory guys what's your theory if you would not mind to rate and um just keep those downloads coming yeah make sure to ding that bell please but yeah for real welcome to what's your theory welcome Um, back i don't know how much of that's staying in i wish Uh, we had uh we need to come up with like a name for our fans so that we can be more connected to them theorists theorists Welcome uh, to what's your theory? Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gotta come up with we gotta come up with something cool. It's gotta be like a. Well, well, yeah. We'll come up with help us yeah. come up with a cool name. name yourself. Yeah, name yourselves. Be like the brain. Yeah, name yourself. Name yourself. Ah, uh, we can't call our fans brains, can we? I don't think so. Just, no, I don't know about that one. But yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh, the old house woods, which honestly, the old house woods is a dope name for some woods because it does sound scary in so far as the old house woods is what you call woods when you're like six or seven. Yeah. And the adults are like, oh, that's Jefferson Forest. That's the old house house woods. But when the adults are also like, "That's the old house woods," and you're like, "You're like, oh shit, let's stay away from there, please." (laughs) What's in the old house woods? Listen, dude, there is a lot of things going on in old house woods, Um, and I will dive right into it here uh, because I'm about to span a large portion of of time. In okay. this in this concentrated area of the Appalachian Mountains, it is a 
in a weird spot of the Appalachian Mountains. It's in the Chesapeake Bay, but I mean, counts. The 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 stories I'm about to tell, in my opinion, were too cool to pass up, and uh, I, I I just think I think they're really cool. Absolutely. <clears throat> Join me, shall you, on a trip through Old House Woods? Join you. Let's go. Where are we going? Old House Woods has a long-standing history with bad. Okay. As far back as anyone can remember, thievery, murder, and literally any other form of debauchery imaginable have made their homes in these woods. Okay. The pine trees themselves are so dense. It's 50 acres, so it's not really... It's not a huge area of, like, forest. Mm-hmm. But the the pine trees are so dense in the area, uh, you can't even see the sky, like, through the branches. It, it's It's pretty, like, well well like it's just a dense area uh so naturally uh it's the perfect place for bandits and even pirates that were so notorious in the area back then um that, that they could just go in there and, and pretty much hide from any opposition hide from the law uh the perfect spot for just a a scoundrel you know what i mean scallywag exactly in fact the woods were so useful that uh, they were used as a secret port in both the Revolutionary and the Civil War. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so like, it was it was that well hidden, and and because it's 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 kind of on the coast a little bit, but it's like a real marshy area. Yeah, and there's a creek that runs through it, so it's it's it, it's its own little it's its own little ecosystem there. Yeah. There's just uh, some weird mojo happening in those woods. Uh, until it was used as a port, though, and probably still after, most travelers were warned of the woods to stay away from you know, pirates and bandits uh, if they didn't already know to stay away. So already, uh, before any ghost story or anything, uh, n- not not a lot of good stuff going on in the woods. No, just some, some re- regular tomfoolery. Yeah, uh, and the fact that, and I guess I just didn't put it together that... Um, Pirates would be near the coast of Virginia, yeah, in the 1700s. But I mean, I guess they were everywhere, really. I mean, more places than you would think. Just because the most famous pirates are, you know, Caribbean pirates and stuff like that, doesn't mean you the Chesapeake Bay pirates. I mean, if they weren't a real thing, that should at least be a baseball team or something. Oh, that would be a good name. Exactly. Just move Pittsburgh Pirates to. The Chesapeake Bay, yeah. yeah, that's fine with me. I think that would be cool. Yeah. The Chesapeake Bay Pirates has a cool ring to it. I like it. And could, could be like a minor league team, maybe. That would be good. Be- just move the major league team. They suck anyways. <laughs> just move them. I don't want them. I don't want to have to say that I'm a Pittsburgh fan <laughs> anymore. Fair, fair, fair. But uh, we we've talked a lot about uh, in recent episodes energy affecting a place, right? Yeah. Well. We we move along a little ways to where the woods actually get got its name from the mm-hmm. old house woods. We actually get to learn about the old the house. old house exactly. So the woods came to get the get their name during the late seventeen hundreds, uh, during this discovery of an abandoned colonial house literally in the middle of the marsh. Uh, from the moment of its discovery, it was believed that many evil spirits resided there. Uh, People could hear just ungodly things from inside this this house. Screams, yeah. you know, like people were were literally too afraid to go in. Um, this old house was called the Franny Night House. Franny uh, Night. I couldn't find why. Maybe it was the person that discovered it, or the person who once lived there. Old Franny. Old Franny. Uh, old Franny might still be living there. Oh. Uh, no one dared go inside to investigate further, though. Uh, pure fright deterred many, surely. Uh, but the house had a pretty decent little party trick that uh, terrified most of its guests rather than impress them. The Franny Hunt House was known to spontaneously ignite itself in a blaze. Uh, yet just as surely as everyone thought it would finally burn, it would put itself out completely unscathed. All right. That's terrifying. Many notable times where the house would just go up in flames. And, uh, you know, as people are drawn to it, you know, 
finally, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this place is going down. Uh, it would just, the flames would stop. And it was as if the, the house just looked exactly how it did before the flames started. You got to imagine like the fifth time that this happens, there's that old dude's like, not that just house old has been house catching on down. fire ever since I was two and I was playing over there in the marsh. There's a few houses like that around here, honestly. Dude, I think so. I, I've, there's one house in St. Charles that I think I've seen burn down like four or five times. I mean, it, that could very well be true because I don't drive up through St. Charles often anymore, but every time I do, there's I either, oh, that place is gone now, or wait, that place is here? Like, yeah. I thought it was gone. Yeah. And like it, uh, it's either a place I thought was torn down is not torn down, or a place that I didn't think was torn down is torn down. Yeah, it's very weird. But I mean that. Uh, keep that in the back of your back of your mind. What we've talked about about St. Charles as a place. Okay. And what we're talking about now with the old house woods because there's okay. something coming up here soon that I think we might be able to tie into some stuff that we've been talking about heavily. In okay. a few few of the past episodes of What's Your Theory, uh, and I think that would be cool uh, w- once you pick up on that because I, I think you'll pick up on it here soon. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it would completely be unharmed after uh, it would burn. The house would then continue to do that on and off for years until one day uh, it lit up, and when the house finally decided to go, it allowed the blaze to continue and it burned to ash and rubble. Okay. And the forest has since reclaimed the house's remains. So almost like the forest alive itself has kind of yeah. grown up over the remains. And like, I, I imagine they've kind of like, almost like fingers, like tendrils grown up over Grabbing it. Kind of like, yeah, buried it back into the earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the house is no longer there. It finally allowed itself to, to burn down. So the Franny Knight house, uh, two too scary for anyone to go in and and literally investigate any further um which honestly on the off chance that i would be in there on one of the times it decided to catch on fire i probably wouldn't want to be in there yeah never go again yeah so uh keep keep your fire to yourself exactly that would be terrifying you're just sitting in there having a party and all of a sudden is that smoke then we'll see it's, it's done this five times right right like the first time i imagine you're like okay you might even try to put it out just for, you know, instinct's sake. And then the first time it goes out and it's it's completely done, like, I feel like I would just leave. Which I'm curious to know. Um, I don't think anyone really lived in. Yeah. Other than that one house. And, and maybe that's where, to keep that in mind, maybe, there, maybe where that's where Franny Knight or whoever had the house went wrong by yeah. actually living on the land. Because if it's really the only residential house that's on the land and like... Yeah, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, time marches on and so does the weird stuff that happens in uh, the old house woods. Uh, Moving up into the 1800s, a fisherman by the name of Ben Farabee uh, was sailing out of White's Creek, which is... um, uh, a stream that that connects to the bay there and and it kind of leads inland into uh, digs and the place there in Chesapeake out into the bay and so on and so forth. Um, When he was petrified to see a large three-masted galleon surrounded by a hazy mist. A literal ghost ship, bro. Farabee could see spectral men walking along the greenly lit lanterns along the deck, almost as if they were searching for something. Uh, halfway into just this pure, I'm sure there was some sort of amazement and just like petrification of yeah. like, am I really, you know, like it could be real back then, I guess it could more, it could be more real than today. You know what I mean? Like yeah. today it'd be like, Oh, that's obviously a ghost ship. A like, ghost no one ship. has a ship like that anymore. Yeah. But back then it's like, Oh, every ship looks like this and ships are a, like a main thing in yeah. life. So like, what is this thing? But like halfway through, he's realizing that the ship is coming straight for him. Uh-oh. So he starts to wave it down and like scream like, hey, move. I'm, you're going to kill me. And the ship is not 
seeing him. It's not listening to him. And uh, he, he, they're being ignored by the ship. He's, he's screaming to for him to stop. And uh, just as Farabee is bracing for impact and almost certain death, the ship simply floats above him and along the beach. Uh, beach. Okay. Right? Typical of a ghost ship. Yeah, is it, is Float it along. Towards the... It, it, the it's house. going up up the beach towards uh, the forest, yeah, the actually. Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, as he's watching it, um, he, he, you know, he continues to watch the ship as it proceeds to float above the forest, and he watches as two rope ladders are dropped down from either side. This is where, okay, I don't know if I mentioned this at the top of the episode, but some of these stories get crazy, okay. right? So he watches, he sees two rope ladders dropped from either end of the ship. Spectral men descending soon after. Farabee recalls seeing uh, those men with many different tools and contraptions, uh, and they just kind of disappear into the forest. And I, he either watches the ship float away or, or he gets out of there. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't find where that story ends. And, and this, this is one of the more crazy stories that I'm like, uh, okay, but then uh, the ship has surprisingly been seen quite often. Uh, oh. It's actually a staple of Old House Woods to see this thing. Uh, and in some cases, it's seen as far as 50 feet over the water. And it's always covered by that hazy mist. It's almost like the mist is trying to hide it or something, yeah. people say. <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh, the, yeah, the ghost ship of... Uh, could be a pirate ship, I, I'm not sure. But these people are, are definitely looking for something, uh, according to Farabee here. Yeah. And uh, people have s- claimed to see that ship many times afterwards. No other reports of, uh, like, men... Ghost men yeah. being, you know, in the dropped forest. down in the woods. Looking, but uh, yeah, crazy. the hazy ship and the it's it's very like akin to you know, uh, typical ghost stories like it's very Scooby Doo. But yeah, I, I think I ghost ships are prevalent because there's so many ghost ship stories. So I'm I'm bound to believe that a ghost ship is an actual thing. Yeah, there's so many um, just all across the world, all across time periods. There's so many different ghost ships. That Absolutely. Exist. Even like, <clears throat> excuse me, got something caught in my throat. But you you think of a ghost ship as being like a pirate ship, or yeah, you know, like one of those old. Is there a certain word for a ship like that? Because like ships. the Titanic is a ship. Yeah. Um, uh, just a, like a, a sailing ship. Yeah, I guess just I, a sailing ship, a galleon. Uh, yeah, a galleon, I guess. Uh, Tossed up the technical cloudy seas. Yeah, just read the uh, to do a a project uh, where I read the Highwaymen and put a put soundscape to it. That's the first line of the poem. <laughs> that's a cool. It's a cool project. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I wish. I wish all projects were like that. I know, right? Things would be a lot more enjoyable at that point. Uh, I what 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 are you thinking so far? Like like where where is your mind at so far? Because I'm I, I would say that's probably my halfway mark of of stories, and 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 the rest of these accounts are uh, it might not be as long as the other ones, but I, I'm about halfway through all that Old House Woods has to offer. It's interesting. I'm I'm curious to find out if there's any like any of these other stories hint to like more background about the the forest because it's crazy that all that stuff has happened right there um especially with like the diversity um you know with it there being a house but then there also being a ghost ship i mean yeah there, there's so much range like what what happened there that's causing all of this stuff to happen now or well well talk about diversity and uh, you shall receive because legend has it that sometime during the 1600s a gang of pirates decided to bury some of their hard-earned loot along the banks of White Creek. Again, uh, it's a very dense, heavily hidden place. Of course you could bury some treasure there. Uh, Unlucky for them, though, uh, they picked a night that a huge storm rolled through the bay and each of the pirates was swept out to sea and presumably died. Uh, I say presumably died because they've proven to be pretty resilient. Uh, because there's been many accounts of ghostly 
apparitions that look like pirates um, walking along the banks of White Creek. A, a lot of fishermen and a lot of people who are, for whatever reason, on the creek at night. Uh, and it's called White Creek, but I mean, like you, you can get boats and stuff on it. Like it's it's yeah. a it's a it's it's a it's a inlet. it's a small yeah it's an inlet yeah that's the word I'm looking for. But uh, yeah, there's there's little ghost pirates that are I guess in search for their their treasure that they Dang. yeah they never got to come back they and all, get it when they were alive. Everyone except for the guy who knows where the treasure is buried came back as a ghost. That's like yeah, that's tough. That's rough. Yeah, he's the one that made it out alive. And, Arr, yeah, for, for all they know, yeah, he could have came back and got it for himself. Like the treasure could just not be there. Dang. Yeah, suck it sucks. Uh, even more diversity for you in 1651, in the wake of the Battle of Worcester, King Charles II uh, is sending a ship from England to America. Uh, he's pretty much forced to flee. Yeah, England. So he is. He has it in mind that he's going to to go somewhere new. He's going to go to the new world, you know, and he uh, is going to start anew for himself. So he loads up a boat with every like necessary essential that he needs, uh, okay. everything to start a new life. So you know all your necessities, and then also all of your money, all your valuables, anything that's literally worth anything to a king, right? Right, is on this ship, um, and uh, he he sets himself off for his new destination. And uh, he, he's he's heading to, towards, I think, Jamestown was where he was heading to. Okay. And coincidentally, as he's getting close, a freak storm rolls in and sets the ship off course and leads it to White Creek. Wow. Okay. And in White Creek, um, a gang of bandits overtake the ship and uh, King... Um, Charles, of course, is not on the ship yet. Oh, okay. uh, all of his stuff, he's presumably sent it for them to get there, get set up for him to flee, and yeah. then, you know... Uh, Shut up, you, camp for my arrival. Yeah, for real. Uh, but these bandits are like, uh, not in my haunted forest, so they <laughs> overtake this ship, and they literally just loot it up. And they managed to get some of that loot into the forest and hidden, uh, but they were thought to then be captured and punished for their crimes, maybe even killed for their crimes. Um, and now their ghosts can also be seen uh, wandering the paths with lanterns. Oh. And uh, the lantern light's always said to be like a greenish uh, color. And uh, people uh, presume it's these bandits that are back wandering the paths looking yeah. for their treasure that they hid. How pissed do you think Charles was? And how scary was it to be the guy who had to tell Charles? Uh, excuse me, Lord Charles... We lost. What, what is it? Is we're, my ship ready? We're two weeks from arriving to the new world. Is the camp set up? Oh, yeah. Up? They, they would absolutely already be on a ship heading there. I yeah. forgot, yeah. Um, excuse me, your majesty. What are we here? I'm so tired from this journey. I need to sleep. I hope they've got my feather bed ready for me. Well, you see, sire, there's, there's been an issue. There's been a bit of a problem, my lord. All of the stuff. It, it's gone. <laughs> we only have what we have on the ship. What we have, how you say, is what we have. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, uh, My teddy bear was on that ship. <laughs> All of my belongings. I came alone on this ship. I didn't even <laughs> bring food. <laughs> yeah, he, he's literally sent everything before him, and he's just on a ship by himself. Yeah. I uh I like that I don't know shit about King Charles II. So like I, for all I know, maybe he was on the ship and maybe he did get killed by bandits. I don't know, but I, I like to imagine that he's <laughs> some uh, yeah, some like some posh two weeks like away from, from <laughs> landing, and then they get like a I don't know a smaller, faster ship like comes up and it's like <laughs> sorry, bud. Yeah, throw like a kingly two 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 of the guys like <laughs> took a rowboat because they're heading back across. They're like. <laughs> In passing, they're like, don't tell the king we're here, but your shit's fucked up. <laughs> we're going back home. <laughs> they're like, uh, the king's like, how'd you find out? Uh, I didn't know, sir. He, he's Hang like, him. Yeah, no, yeah, like like the little snoveling like, servant, like he sees his eyes dart back and the king looks back and he can see him on the horizon. <laughs> and he like takes a, he's like, 
cannons at the ready, yeah. and he just decimates the two dudes. Turn the ship broadside. Yeah. We're going to hit him with all 72 cannons. But, sir, they're in a rowboat. Sir, there's you no one else. <laughs> We're the only two on the boat, me lord. <laughs> well, uh, then get the ship <laughs> I, Yeah, I hope King Charles II uh, wasn't a bad dude, but... I don't know. They all kind of were back then, I think, right? Yeah. But yeah, that, that I mean, that's that 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 has a little piece of history in it there yeah. of old house woods. Sounds like a little. There's King Charles right there. <laughs> He's coming back from the dead because we're talking crap about him. Oh no. Uh, jeez, let me see. Uh, here's a funny one. Um, but th- this it's a funny one. Uh, up until the end, because the end is the end is what is going to draw me back to our Saint Charles talk, right? Cut many many years uh, into the future, and there's a duck hunter by the name of Henry Forrest. Um, you got to be a hunter with that name. Oh yeah, Henry Forrest, hunter at your service. Yeah, he's, he says Henry Forrest, <laughs> hunter. <laughs> Well, Henry <laughs> he's out shooting at some ducks, right, in Old House Woods, and uh, he takes a pop shot at what he thinks is the silhouette of a duck, and Will hears where it gets crazy, but he was surprised when he was met face-to-face then with a group of red coat, red, red coat, red coat soldiers, right? Okay. The freaking British. The, the British, they're here. They, they're not coming. They're here. So it scares the crap out of Henry, and yeah. he bolts. He's running back to his boat. He gets to his boat. Why do I? Why am I adding L's to my words today? He gets to his boat. B O A T. Red coat. C O A T. Not red colt. Not bolt. Boat. Boom. I've talked myself out of it. I'll never do it again. So he's running back to his boat. And uh, would you believe it if there's not a red coat soldier? Sitting in his boat, waiting for him, right? Excuse me, sir. We lost all <laughs> looking, of our supplies. Looking for this? <laughs> yeah. King Charles sent me. <laughs> he owns this is, boat yeah. now. This boat is now his. Hey, to teach me how to use it. <laughs> what is this thing? It's the motor. <laughs> Henry, at this point, is like... <laughs> he He's tried and true American way. He raises his gun. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn red coats. And then he says, I will shoot you. He, he, he threatens to shoot this red coat. You're not even holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What gun? Huh? The red coat hasn't. <laughs> uh, but the red coat actually says something to, to Henry. And th- this guy actually gave this account. I know I'm, I'm making light of it, but like he gives this account. So like either he's one of the many people who are probably on some sort of shroom yeah. or uh this really happened uh but in his last ditch effort he raises his gun and he threatens to fire the red coach reply haunted henry for the rest of his life you shoot and the devil's curse to you and your traitors breed well dang Kinda I guess take, Charles was upset. Kind of takes a turn, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like, ha oh, ha, red coat, red coat. If you shoot me, your treacherous brood shall be cursed for all eternity. You'll be cursed. Your son will be cursed. Your son's <laughs> son will be cursed. Your son's son's son will be cursed. <laughs> On down the line. But yeah, uh, curses, right? Yeah, is uh, is what we've been talking about for a few episodes here recently, and uh, it got me thinking, right? Okay. They found one house in in this 50-acre plot of forest, right? Mm-hmm. That from from as far back as people can remember has been full of thievery, murder, debauchery, piracy, yeah. you know, greed, you know, it, it's it's a negative place. So someone is selfish enough to want to build a house in the middle of this place, right? Right. Just so happens that house ends up being long abandoned and one of the most frightening, you know, yeah. places for any of these people. It's a house that catches on fire spontaneously by itself. 
what if Old House Woods is just a plot of cursed land, or what if it's just sacred land, and uh, the Fran the the construction of the Franny Night House uh, is what started it all, right? Right. Because 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 why put a colonial house? Because you got to think it's during a time of colonization. So of course, yeah. oh, this thing is this place is not mine. Mine. It's mine. I want. This house I, I just built it here is mine. Oh, this is your tribe? No, it's not. Mine. <laughs> so what of, of course, you know, it, yeah. it's the perfect scenario. Uh last one of the last episodes we talk about uh with with Bobby Mackey's music world. How how many coincidences have to happen for it to be too coincidental? Yeah. Uh this ship being blown off course led right up into White's Creek by a freak storm. These pirates randomly deciding to bury their treasure in White's Creek, uh, the night a giant storm sweeps them yeah. out to sea. And, I mean, I have to think at that time, they, they, they could look at, like, the sky and be like, ah, oh, those are bad clouds, you know? Red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky at morning, sailors take warning. Exactly. I don't even know how to tie a sailorman's knot. I know that rule. Exactly. So That's like half of the... That's half of being a sailor is knowing that rule. Yeah. Well, I, the other half is drinking rum. Yeah. Yeah. You might fish here and there. Yeah. But go I to Tortuga. <laughs> I mean what 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 else can what you else do? What else is on the itinerary? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand. Yeah, so so for these storms to just come out of nowhere and especially in that specific place, it's crazy and especially to think that um so so you're leaning towards like a, a Native American kind of curse maybe? I would think so. Yeah. Um, I, I think that would be plausible, especially with it being right on the coast where, you know, some of the the initial transgressions would have happened. I, I think all the all the pieces fit together just perfectly. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know all that much about Native American curses, but seems like the, the prime spot for me. Yeah. And I, something that I was thinking about, like with those woods, I guess it's like... It's in like the Appalachian Mountain like region, but not necessarily. It's in like a flat part of the state. Yeah, and like that's one of those things. Like if you go anywhere outside of like the Appalachian Mountains, as soon as it starts to level out, the forests do get like so thick. You ever noticed that? Like, yeah, man, it's it's just so dense. Yeah, like here, you can go up into the mountains, and it's like it's definitely like dense wilderness, but the trees are spaced apart. In a way that you can just you walk. can walk between the trees, yeah. But like, like in Alabama, there's like some spots that I've looked like the trees are so close together you can't even fit between them. It's crazy. Yeah, it, and it's and it's a different environment because we know we don't have like a lot of marshes, and yeah, like swampland around here. We also don't have like a lot of ocean air, like you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it it, it is. It, it feels like a different part of the mountains, but you know, technicality is a technicality, I guess. Yeah. But it, I, I, I like what you said about um, it, it being on the cusp of like right where the initial transgressions would be taking place. Like it's, yeah. it's, the, it's right. They, they put out the doormat, you know. Yeah. Uh, old house woods could be, could you know, was the doormat for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, you know from sea to land but just not leading you into a pretty good house uh i've only i've, I've got uh one more like big story and then just a these two little snippets i'll let you know there's uh, uh I, I was gonna interrupt you and, and say you know while we're on this topic of for sure know, colonization for sure. I, I was gonna oh yeah 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 i was gonna do a, that is a very good segue I don't think that it would it would fit for a whole episode, but it, while we're talking about colonization, it's such an interesting thing that I had to um, I had to bring it up. Uh, so we talked um, recently. I teased a couple episodes, and I talked about the the moon eyed people. Um, in my research for that, I I couldn't really find all that much. I'm sure there are more books and stuff, but that I frankly just don't have the time to read and do like proper research on. Right. Um, but basically, the the story is that um, there were these people that had um, really big eyes like moons. Um, it's an old Cherokee legend, 
and they only came out at night and the Cherokee drove them off of their land. That's the basis of the story. But while I was researching that, I found there's an old um, story um, that basically almost 300 years before Columbus ever even thought about um, going to India, to India, um, there was a Welsh prince named Madoc who sailed across the Atlantic uh, on an expedition and landed somewhere in North America. The The tales vary wildly all the way from like Nova Scotia to the Gulf of Mexico. So like anywhere in North America, literally. Um, but and then he either landed right at the top of Canada, my lord. Right at the bottom of Mexico. <laughs> exactly. And and he took that boat over, came back, got more Welsh, took them back over, and then the expedition ceased and was apparently a failure. And the only reason that we would know that is because um, the legend goes that the, the Welsh that were in America adopted some of the traditions and just kind of integrated into the native americans and that whenever explorers came over um, not just columbus but um, you know english and spanish explorers they found tribes that had that knew welsh and would would speak welsh and the, the it went so far in that thomas jefferson even sent lewis and clark to find welsh speaking native americans oh my gosh but there's no real like valid evidence other than like uh word of mouth stuff and the main reason that the story seems to have uh been created was so that england could stake a claim in the americas so talking about just saying like this is mine now yeah the english were like oh you know sure columbus you got there now but we've had people there for 300 years didn't you didn't you know that um i'm um, 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 actually um um <laughs> they speak welsh so prove it <laughs> yeah translator go teach them a few welsh words say this <laughs> see wow that, that's that was such a like such an intriguing and you know like knowledgeable oh my gosh that is so why why did we i was never told or taught that uh, you know there's a welsh only for it to be like uh it's actually uh it's like the people that say the moon landing was fake yeah it's like uh the footage actually fake just so that uh we could say we did it first. It's yeah. it's one of those. It was like the f- the first conspiracy theory. It's yeah, like, kind of. Yeah, is. yeah. Um, I mean, in, in my head, I, that's ideal. That's probably what what it was. Is England being England? I mean, I I could see, I could see that actually happening. Yeah. Happening, considering it was so far before Columbus that like. I mean, it, I, in my mind, I believe that there could have been. Welsh settlers who were kind enough to integrate and not, yeah. you know, try to yeah. state claim and that, uh, uh, just because, you know, through word of mouth or just because, uh, England was the first one to find a tribe that, you know, oh, wait, are they speaking Welsh? Yeah. Let's and, use that to our advantage. And, um, I mean, I, I don't think it's that hard to believe given, I mean, we know that the Vikings, yeah, yeah, found, uh, Nova Scotia well before Columbus, um, ever came across so yeah it's something to think about my money is on that the british were just like um that's ours but uh i, I think that we're so much smarter than you <laughs> we were doing this before it was cool <laughs> dang that 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 is cool though because I, yeah. I i like to imagine that it was just a, a nice group of welsh people yeah and, and, and they all just kind of like the, it, it's now. the actual like Thanksgiving story. They all just hung out, ate food together, yeah. taught each other stuff, languages included. Yeah, I like that though. It's pretty interesting. That that uh that would be cool to just look into more. Uh, yeah, I think I'm sure that there's plenty of like actual historical research to be done. Um, but that's kind of the gist of of what I could find. That I couldn't find anything that wasn't like. 
Which, and if it is a word of mouth thing too, I guess it's hard to just have physical evidence of stuff. But Thomas Jefferson did actually send Lewis and Clark to (laughs) try and find Welsh-speaking tribes. So that's that's at least an interesting... It it was at least acknowledged in real time, yeah. Well, that's... I like that. I, I just, I just wish it wasn't used yeah. as a, <laughs> yeah. as a bargaining chip. It's unfortunate. It's, it's, it is very unfortunate. Uh, as most cool things are. Yeah. Seems like grounds to get cursed upon. It very well does. Uh, there, there, there is a a good, kind of a good spirit that roams the woods. I guess. Oh. Uh, it's she's known as known as the Storm Woman. The storm. Woman. Uh, Dressed in all white, okay. Uh, in the old house woods, hazy appearance, plain white eyes, a white dress, and she is known to fl- fly way above the woods and let out just a blood curdling scream. Uh, but it's actually they they people have come to call her the storm woman because she you can only hear her scream before like a really really bad storm. Oh, okay. So like, so like uh, sailors have used it as a, a warning, and uh, people have even like evacuated. Uh, nearby areas when they hear a scream and like have potentially you know missed maybe you know hurricane level stuff or yeah. there's there's no hard evidence on that but people have been done to you know that's super interesting hear the that, call and that makes me want to research and this would be a good topic for the show is banshees yeah banshees Terrifying. yeah a banshee would <sighs> yeah because you wouldn't think that a banshee would be scary per se or you think that you would be able to like easily take one just because <laughs> are banshees small or are they human size they're they're women. am i thinking of a harpy no i think you're i think you're thinking of a harpy well they're all scary as hell but like, yeah i, don't, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to have to see if i could beat either one of them <laughs> yeah but yeah i think i'm thinking of a harpy i'm thinking of like a little like flying creature yeah uh, a banshee is a woman is a woman yeah <laughs> Women do scare me sometimes. <laughs> they scare all of us, and not for any bad reason. You weirdos, just yeah, just. I'm afraid to talk to. Women. <laughs> yeah, women are smarter than all of us, and yeah. they scare me. Yeah, what's it to you? <laughs> but yeah, so Storm Woman's a thing. Um, she could also just be a ghost superhero. I don't know. Uh, but another common occurrence that happens that I see a lot with curses is um. Like phantom animals, okay. uh, there's known there's been known to see be seen black horses that have like attacked people. I assume attack as in just like running up on them and like scaring them and not yeah. like biting them or like hoofing them or something like that. But maybe um, ghost crows that will uh, you can tell it's a ghost crow actually because they'll like cackle and screech. And it kind of sounds like an un otherworldly kind of you know. Or it could sound like you know a, a crazy witch cackle or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just not not fun sounds that you would want to hear in yeah. the deep dense woods. Might just be a crow though, because crows are but insane animals. I had that thought myself because I'm like, it, crows are like, yeah, they're insanely smart. Yeah, crows, dolphins, it's it's, it's weird animals that are like super smart. Yeah, exactly. imagine like a team of super intelligent animals it would it would consist of the avengers for super intelligence in the animal kingdom is what dolphin dolphin crow most birds i'd say like some kind of parrot and a crow two birds on the team have to be i think i think so and then i think you'd, a you'd have to have a yeah silverback gorilla to be the hulk yeah because my god you ever yeah. seen one of those things i've I've seen these videos where it's just like a minute-long compilations of them like pounding their chests, and it yeah. sounds like atomic nukes going off every time. You know, like yeah. terrifying. So, dolphin for your like Aquaman slash Namor was Namor ever on the Avengers? I have no idea. So, your dolphin, uh, two two birds one one would be like a macaw one would be you think like a crow or a raven yeah i think a raven probably because i think they're a little, little bit smarter and they're bigger and i mean literally raven yeah teen titans if we're talking like superhero teams yeah dolphin macaw raven <clears throat> silverback gorilla 
is there like super smart like reptiles or amphibians? Yeah. They're all like decently smart. They're not dumb by any means. But they're not Do insects count? I feel like they're smart bugs. Yeah, ants are like I mean ants is ant man. <laughs> ants. So you have ants, a dolphin, two birds, and a gorilla. Yeah. And that's what we need to save the world. <laughs> I, somebody needs to. Yeah, pick. Yeah, really. I can't go outside. <laughs> Please, animal super team, find a way to blanket the sun or something. Yeah. Fix the ozone layer. Please. We're dying down here. Am I? Maybe it's just flown under my radar. Uh, superheroes have been a thing for, I don't know, ever. Yeah. And uh, why have none of them tried to... Has Reed Richards ever tried to fix the ozone layer? Is there a storyline about that? There has to be a comic book where it's like, we solved gold. gold. No, yeah, it's literally <laughs> like, we literally have uh, destroyed planet-ending cosmic beings uh, in multiple dimensions all throughout time. Uh, but we can't fix global warming. I gotta Sorry, imagine guys. There's been like a guy that probably pitched that comic a couple times. They're like, we don't want to scare the kids. <laughs> yeah, they're like, listen, true believers... We don't want you to do drugs, but it's okay that it's getting warmer. <laughs> no, uh, no disrespect to Stan Lee there. Uh, love Stan Lee. He was a very nice guy. I feel like he probably cared about global warming. And like I said, maybe I've just not read that. So there has to be there has some to be. like Marvel canon where like read in, in in some throwaway line. Reed Richard is like. Oh, well, yeah, I had that problem when I fixed the ozone layer 20 years ago, but, I mean, I fixed that easy. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're, if, there's Nobody. bigger fish to fry. Nobody can be super if everyone's dead. Well, maybe that's, why fix the ozone layer when uh, Galactus might destroy us now? That's so we true. need to focus on him. Maybe, uh with great power comes great responsibility, I guess. Unless we forget. I don't know. Sorry for the tangent there. Back on track with the last story here. Uh, probably the most outlandish, I think. Okay. But the Strap definitely in. the most badass, for sure. Strap in. 1926. Jesse, Jesse Hutchins was approached by a group of stranger, strangers in Old House Woods. Noticing their lantern light, Hutchins was eager to see others on the trail. Their silhouettes, though, something was off. As they got closer to him, he noticed the armor. Oh. Then as they passed, Hutchins froze. There were skeletons. Wait, whoa. <laughs> skeletons? Soldiers? Skeletons in armor. One of them brandished a large sword and Hutchins ran for his life. Years later, so many years... Well, it doesn't have to be so many years. There were freaking cars in 1926. I'm yeah. an idiot. <laughs> I was about to be like, many years later when there were cars. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, years later, a man was having car trouble on Haven Branch Road when he was approached by a skeletal man wearing armor and he was riding a horse. Uh, frozen in fear, the man recalls being asked by the skeleton warrior, is this the king's highway? I've lost my ship. The man was so scared, he ran and left his car. <laughs> Just asking a question. Yeah, the skeleton probably felt bad. He was like, And I... I keeps I, happening. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> come on, man. This, I just fall off on my boat. I, uh, I know I kind of told that one in a funny way, but the things about these stories is there's accounts, like similar accounts all throughout. Yeah. You know, it's not just one account and like, oh yeah, that's what happened. It's it happened this way to this these people in this time, and then years down the road, it happened differently to this person. Yeah, but like the the people in the or Hutchins in the woods was met by a group of them, while the dude with the car, a single one on a horse that yeah. actually like spoke to him. That's so because it's like, and it's like the same thing with um. It, it th I think it's it says something about the woods that even the ghosts are kind of greedy. Yeah, you know they're all trying to get something, or uh, and maybe that's the curse. They'll they'll if you're if you're looking to get away, 
you know, yeah. in Old House Woods, your curse is uh, you'll never truly be able to find peace. Yeah, that's true. I, so it's so interesting because, like, um, to think that maybe even like the the ghosts are deteriorating as time goes on. Because now they're skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe, you know, if we're going with the curse thing, I mean, you know, whenever. Uh, colonizers would have been interacting with Native Americans. They would have been, you know, in ships, blah, 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 blah. And they would have been dressed that way. And then all these experiences would have been like, oh, yeah, that looks like somebody, you know, from this time period. But then now it's like they're skeletons. Yeah, and it's it makes you think, uh, how, why, why would there be, because that was my first question, like, well, why would there be skeleton ghosts in armor? And then I thought about, you know, uh, my first thought went to maybe conquistadors and um, yeah, other types of colonizers that had armor. But then I thought, well, what if you you mentioned the Vikings in Nova Scotia? What if who's to say that wasn't that's why they were skeletons? Because maybe they were from so far back that they were you know yeah from uh like Eastern Europe or something or like the Scandinavian area area or something and like. They had on like old Viking, you know, like Skyrim looking armor on or something because it yeah. was from so long ago and they just happened upon that, you know, patch of land. Yeah. Who's to say their ship didn't get knocked off course by a storm or something like that? Yeah. It's a, uh, I, I was excited to talk about it because it, it's just a cool aesthetic of a, um, not of a story because I, I would like to think that a lot of this, you know, is, isn't just hogwash because uh, a lot of people think there's some people that live near the area today. Yeah. Um, they say the only, the only bad things they have to deal with are like the mosquitoes. So like they're, they don't really have a lot of ghostly things happening to them, but yeah, they're not living in the forest is the thing they're, they're living near it. So it, I, I, I try to give the benefit of the doubt to all the accounts, um, even the ones from the freaking 1600s and stuff, because yeah. it's like, if if it's if it's going that far on the timeline and the stories aren't really differing much, yeah, there's, there's got to be, be a, something to it. Yeah, even in one of the articles, a lot of people chalk it up to like urban legends trying to keep kids and stuff off of private property, but. Uh, urban legends always start from some grain of truth from yeah. something. It's it, it always gets blown up and like hyperbolized over time, but like it, it has to start somewhere. And there's always some sort of grain of truth where yeah. it starts. So you never really know. Yeah. I it just makes you wonder what the the first thing to happen in those woods were. That, that yeah, the, the catalyst for for everything following. Well, th that's a good segue into my question for you. What's your theory on the old house woods? It definitely feels like a curse. I, I, I think that if we were to um, go with leaning towards that, it, it actually, you know, that, that these things are true. I, I would say that it's a curse, and I think that it is true because there's so many. Anytime you get a story like this, it's, it's hard to convince me otherwise because there's been so many um, accounts over the course of history um so yeah i think i i think that uh is probably a, a curse from the native americans and, and which is a, such a weird thing to say and it feels slightly racist to say but like <laughs> it it does feel weird right because it i it i don't think for one second you're trying to be racist when you say that but it, it does feel like um yeah, like I think maybe it could. It was like sacred land or something like yeah, that, and sure. or it, I mean, it's it's just a concentrated patch of land that um, literally people who stole the land were using it for just debauchery. Yeah. yeah. So I would also probably put a curse on the land to it, screw around with anyone who tried to screw around on the land. And I don't know if we've maybe said this but i don't even think that maybe it was even an intentional curse it was just like these terrible karma people. curse yeah you yeah know? it's like you get what you deserve you want to use this you know special place for not special things see what happens exactly 
I, I probably would agree with you. I, I think it's typical cursed land scenario. Yeah, uh, yeah typical. If you fill out the right permits, you come down, uh, we'll get you squared away. We'll, we'll get you in your cursed land right away. You just can't, you can't uh, convince me otherwise, just considering that there, there's no... There's no like record in history about anything good happening on this land, and the the coincidences play a big role for me. Like, mm-hmm. how how many other inlets could a ship get washed into? But it's getting washed up into White's Creek, and like, just so happen to be bandits who can like overtake a ship like that. I mean, it's it's just a a real like greedy place, I think. Yeah, and. uh it's, it's built up a curse around it, I think, for sure. Somehow or another. Greed consumes all. Yeah, yeah. And I, maybe it even consumed consumed the, the Franny Nighthouse there at the end. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe the house was like wanting someone to, you know, like it was hungry or something. Wanted someone to go in there and it just yeah. got tired of waiting. Or I don't know. I think I'm looking too much into that, but... It that the yeah the house plays a weird aspect to it too. Yeah. The fact that it, uh, it it like the the forest reclaimed the remains. Yeah, it's so the the house is the I think the weirdest thing just because there's no like pinpoint as to like a person who built it or owned it. You know. Yeah, I and maybe that could be on me uh, due to like lacks of research or just missing it completely. But let me before we wrap up here. Franny Night. Brando Nighthouse. Good video game. Frambo. Frambo? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it's called. The the title of this article is so confusing. Old House Woods, Virginia's Mysterious Cursed Forest, Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> Wichita, Kansas. Wow. I guess there's not that's... really much to do with Kansas, so. I'm trying to see the Haven Branch Road. I already know this crap. I know what we do and don't know. I know that's super strange. The Franny Night House. Here we go. Revolutionary War. The force served many a pirate or soldier looking for refuge. I already know this. There was actually an abandoned home called the Franny Night House nestled in the middle of the wood. And even back then, it was known to be haunted. I don't know if we're ever going to find out. The ghosts built the house. I, yeah, I guess it was just abandoned already during the Revolutionary War. Yeah. No, no news that I can see so far. Um, on who built the Franny Night House or why they called it that. Well, that's the real mystery yeah. of the old house woods. But I, I agree. I, I think it's cursed land. And um, I guess you can walk around there because there's paths in the woods and uh, like people have been approached, you know, they have seen these ghosts. So I'm sure you yeah. can go and walk around. Yeah, go take a visit. And see yeah, I feel like. Find some skeletons. And- yeah, next time. I'm ever up towards Virginia Beach or wherever up there for something. You gotta go. Gotta try to find Haven Branch Road just to check it out. Yeah. Well, I hope uh I hope you enjoyed that. I know I tried my hand at writing my own little anthology thing for those because I didn't I I was trying to keep on par with you know the way that we've formatted these what's your theories because I think it works and I think people like it better. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it shows in, in the interaction we get with stuff. But it, it was just a hard one to, to keep yeah. concise because it just bounces around the place yeah. so much. There's a lot of... Um, I, I thought you did a good job. I thought it was uh, a good I collection. tried to keep it clear and concise yeah. and like add my own little flair to it. And yeah, it, But it, like, I, like I said before, too, at the top of the episode, it's not none of this was like super scary stuff. I mean, uh, the cold bar dropped by the revolutionary soldier dude was... That, that was kind of... Yeah. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> I'd put that on a well, mixtape. Ca- honestly, <laughs> Henry's like got his gun pointed down. I mean, that was kind of sick. That was kind of sick, bro. <laughs> you got a producer? <laughs> Man, I know somebody. We'll hook you up. 
But yeah, the old house woods. It just has a cool ring to it too. It does. I hope everyone liked the like those stories. I, I had fun reading about them, and I had fun writing about them. I had fun them. listening to them. That's, those are great stories. Thank you very much. I hope everyone is having fun listening to uh, What's Your Theory in Post-Credit Pursuit. And I hope you're having fun over on our Instagram. A lot of you are, actually. Uh, yeah. Thanks for all the love we're getting on the Instagram. Yeah, we're getting quite a few likes and some comments, so we're, we're having fun. We're about to become uh, influencers. Yeah, uh, it's already gone to my head a little bit. I've already put out ads for a personal assistant. Yeah. No no calls yet, but I'm still waiting. You'll get calls. I hope so. We we just got to... The algorithm's got to hit us right. Exactly. And once it does... To the moon? We'll be ringing off the hook. We're going to the moon. To the moon, baby. Well, everyone... What is a... Take care, brush your hair. Sire... <laughs> we have found a single feather from your pillow from the wreckage. <laughs>